Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 4, episode 48. Hello and welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast with me, Mark Taylor. Today I'm joined by Mark Burke, who's the founder and director of Charanga. Um, and I know a lot of you in schools, especially in the UK, will have Charanga as your go-to online resource for all things music. Um, so welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you very much. Nice to speak to you. Um, so why don't you start us off giving us a bit of history about the, the foundation of the company and, and how the whole thing got going? Well, um, actually, Charanga is 20 years old uh, this uh, this year, uh, which 20 years in uh, technology is really quite a long time. And uh, when we started, it was quite a different picture than it is today, of course. Uh, it was very much pre-internet, and uh, the early Charanga uh, days were really um, all about producing CD-ROMs to help people learn and play. And I set the company up, my background, I should say, was uh, I went to the Royal College of Music. I was a musician for uh, many years, but uh, I like to say I kind of retired from rock in 97 and started uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, with And I started the company with uh, an old uh, school friend, one of my oldest friends that I've known since being very, very young. And he'd, uh, we'd been at school together and he went off to study computer science and he uh, ended up really specializing in educational technology so we got together around 97 to look at the possibility initially for um, looking at guitar learning actually which was my instrument and uh, we produced a cd-rom called guitar coach which um, we did on just a couple of 386 computers in a little office in uh, in Greenford in West London or Grimford as we used to say I shouldn't say <laughs> that clearly <laughs> but uh, um, it was it was it was very much homespun however it was pretty good actually and we developed our own yeah, technology and Paul my uh, fellow founder he built me a, an authoring system so I as an educator could build the program myself actually and that kind of ethos is really uh, stuck with us throughout the 20 years. We've always tried to put development in the hand of the uh, hands of the music uh, people rather than the technologists. But anyway, that that uh, guitar coach did really well for us. Actually, there wasn't really much like that around in those days. And really, for five or six years, we just produced more and more of these CD-ROM tutors, and everything was going uh, swimmingly. But I think as a company and as two individuals, we really you know, felt we weren't, well, we weren't doing anything more than scratch the surface of uh, learning, really, with that approach. CD-ROMs, very, very fixed. Whereas as the internet was gathering pace and usage was um, uh, growing, we felt actually there was a, an opportunity to, to really do something that was cloud-based, not a term that was widely used in those days, I can uh, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, tell you. But, uh, so in 2004 or five, we really stopped that CD-ROM-based approach and started to build an online platform, uh, which was tough in the early days because the bandwidth wasn't so good. But, you know, really, I suppose we uh, combined all our skills, music, technology, um, uh, tried to recruit some good um you know, good people in terms of design and what have you, and educators, and broadened out from this instrumental approach into more of uh, a curriculum uh, 
uh, approach, particularly for primary and particularly, I suppose, for uh, beginner instrumental across all instruments. And um, I suppose from those uh, relatively small early days, things have gone particularly well the last five years or so in terms of growth and people uh, using what we do. And it's, it's really quite humbling today to see so many people using it. it's brilliant yeah it's, it's fantastic and i was at um a music conference um about a year or so ago now and um and um Tranga was one of the sessions there and i was sort of taken through how it works and all that sort of thing and 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 just for those people that haven't necessarily used it can you sort of take us sort of as a as a beginner who, who's it for how, how can you use it and what sort of resources are there is it all singing is it instrumental based is it history or is it a combination of all of those kind of things Sure. Uh, well, I mean, Charanga does have several different programs, but I think the, the one that is uh, most used and certainly uh, most popular with schools uh, in the UK, this uh, would be something called Charanga Musical School. And the idea with Musical School was to try to provide something uh, for primary teachers, both specialists and non-specialists, uh, perhaps particularly non-specialists, um, uh, certainly at the beginning, you know, that that would help uh, those teachers teach a really kind of lovely, modern, exciting uh, curriculum. So we um, set about really building, um, uh, almost initially it was a library of resources where teachers could uh, perhaps um, assemble their own lessons and modules and what have you um, so basically they would use it to teach uh, you know the national curriculum for music as, sure. as it was um, and it would include though I think um, in equal measure really singing uh, lots of singing I've got to say um, and a lot of um, kind of music creation tasks around singing so uh, improvising composition uh, but always using song as a starting point almost so we'd we maybe use uh, songs as a starting point for listening and um, uh, appraising music you know helping teachers build up their, uh, their children's vocabulary uh, music but all the time getting them to do practical things in terms of as I say improvising um, and also uh, instrumental work which given where we came from originally, the instrumental side of things has always been very close to us. So whenever we're doing any singing, particularly in the scheme of work that we developed, um, there's an, always a, a, an opportunity for children to play instruments um, in those songs. So we've, on many occasions, we would uh, arrange a song so that it has an instrumental section and then we provide parts uh, for 24 different instruments so children can play whatever it is they happen to be learning or if they're not really uh, learning anything there's some easier parts for uh, classroom percussion all differentiated i should say as well lots of different parts for each instrument so that children have this all-round learning experience it's, it's uh, the way i suppose schools use it today is really to to support a almost all the music making they would do in school um, so there's a scheme of work uh, so that, that, that provides lessons from uh, reception uh, up to the end of um, year six um, and each year is just fully supported with online resources so these are really nice interactive resources on screen um, 
using great music um, and with lots of things to that you can uh, print out as well if you if you want to. Uh, but uh, the, probably the big thing that teachers um, say to us is that you know alongside um, the the kind of visual and uh, audio element of it, which is really quite captivating for children, there's also some really detailed planning and progression built into all the activities, so that um, it becomes a, a really enjoyable thing for teachers to use uh, and what teachers I suppose tell us when we do conduct our um, regular survey sorry about that everyone <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they do uh, say that actually they enjoy it themselves you know they see the children enjoy it but actually for on many uh, there's so many instances people contacting us saying you know well I, I used to dread teaching music, frankly. I'm not a musician, but now we're all queuing up in school to teach it. So if, if we uh, achieve nothing else, I think it's, it's great to feel that, um, you know, a generation of uh, teachers actually are maybe approaching music in school in a different way. Um, so I suppose the original question, what, you know, what is it? Well, it is a bit of all of those things, you know, singing, uh, instrumental work, composition, improvising but all set out in a lovely kind of step-by-step -step progressive way you know that's sure. that's this kind of scheme based approach but yeah. all the time actually what we, and this comes through the fact that we built a build this in a in a platform as it were because we've got a, a free what we call a freestyle version of the same thing so people can dip in and out they can actually uh, just take all the elements and then combine them with whatever it is that they want to do themselves so there's a very personalized uh, approach possible as well uh, so some teachers definitely will generally follow the scheme, not veer too much away from that. But other teachers, particularly specialists, more experienced teachers, they'll tend to maybe use the freestyle approach, build their own lessons, combine it with some of their own resources um, and produce a much more kind of personalised uh, approach. Uh, but I think, you know, the fact that we support both things, I think, is attractive uh, for people. And um, that's probably one of the reasons for its you know, relative success. Though we still see things as being relatively early days, actually. Yes. I mean, that, that's a really interesting thing about the freestyle element as well as actually having that sort of structured learning plan because there's a school um, that's going to be part of my um, cluster music project that I'm just setting up here. And... Um, and one of the head teachers says, but we um we, we use Churanga, you know, how's it gonna fit in, you know, and that kind of thing. And yeah. And and it's perfect that you said that and I and, and I was I was kind of aware of it anyway. And it's just that kind of, you know, all we're trying to do is introduce the idea of rhythm and pitch and singing and percussion and yeah. um and it's that kind of, you know, we can enhance what you have already and the more that you have you can then you know pick and choose exactly what those resources are how they can fit in and how they can support some of the things that we're doing as well and it's that hand-in-hand -hand approach I think and knowing that the resources are there to support the sorts of things you want to do which is really key yeah absolutely they it's I mean one of the ways we've uh, grown things over the years is to work very closely with music hubs and Really, you know, there's a, over a hundred music hubs now have a local Charanga platform, um, and they actually use the platform and the different programs to support their local school. So it works very much hand in hand with the services that they would uh, provide. And this, you know, I suppose, you know, there was a time maybe a few years ago when people thought, is this 
is this a threat, you know, to, to uh, say, peripatetic teachers going into school? And, and I always said, well, you know, what we what we want here is schools wanting to do more music and wanting to do it at a better and better level. And the more articulate children are uh, about their music learning, the more enjoyable it is to teach, frankly. Yes. You know? And and um, I, I think now we've come out of the other side, I think a lot of those uh, music hubs and those groups of teachers we work with, uh, who would be say, more instrumental specialists, they find it a fantastic thing because I think it builds up demand and knowledge, you know, and, and a, an understanding of what it is they bring to it as a specialist. So, yeah, we, we've, we're always really outward looking, you know, we've always worked in partnership wherever we can, you know, I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's a relatively small space, the uh, music education, uh, yes. uh, hardly an industry really. It's just a, it's a lovely thing. People get into it because they believe in it, I think, and, and want to make a difference. And, you know, so we're always keen to work with anybody who's you know, supporting that. And, and how does the, the sort of the, the local sort of music hub platform, how is that different um, sort of between hubs or, or how, does that, how does that work as opposed to just what would be the traditional platform that you set up originally? Well, what we what we've done is to provide uh, hub partners with um, a local uh, administration system, so they can manage it locally and, and direct it at local need. Um, uh, this is is quite an interesting concept, I think. I mean, what we felt was well, you know, we're we're not a big company. We you know we what we do, I think we do, uh, you know, pretty well, but we don't have that on the ground. Uh, coverage and knowledge and, and nor would we you know want to try to build that up you know there's this massive activity goes on like that so we thought well by working with local partners they can help to configure it so for example in as an example of how it differs from one place to another there's the facility for uh, music hubs to customize um, the, some of the content so that they can add some of their own material, some of their own programs that they may run locally. Uh, just as an example, up in Sunderland, we just launched a Sunderland Song Bank, uh, which increasingly is going to be uh, include uh, local uh, Sunderland songs, and it fits in with a, a singing program that uh, the Music Hub is running up there, and it just helps to. I don't know. Um, give it a, a local connection, and and uh, apart from anything, I think that by building a connection with a local provider like a music hub, people have a local source of support. You know, so if they want help with it, okay, we we've got a some some regional trainers who do uh, out there training every day and the week pretty much. But actually, uh, to have a, a local uh, hub be able to offer uh, support, advice, uh, face-to-face uh, much more easily. Well, I think that's a good thing for schools, a good thing for the hub, and you know, we're all in it really to, to try to help kids learn and enjoy music, you know. So um, so I think that, that hub partnership program has worked really well. I've got to say, some of them make masses of use of the uh, localization. Others uh, don't make so much use of it. They'll just use it for uh, to support generally what they do, but uh, the ones that do make uh, detailed use of that customization facility, I think really enjoy doing so and, and have kind of got into it in a big way. Actually. And I guess the best thing is is that you know if if it's somewhere that schools are going to anyway for their general music lessons or is is a resource bank that they're using, actually yeah. to 
keep going back to the same place and then having that sort of local thing or you know a project yeah. that's ongoing it just makes more sense doesn't it because we've all got a million passwords we've all got a million things we're logging yeah. into and so if i'm doing something musical online i'm going to go here it, it just makes life so much easier for everybody i think that's i mean that's true isn't it for us all as you say as consumers almost it's, it's just the worst thing isn't it having lots of different uh i don't know login details and lots of different things so i mean um th- with that i've got to say comes quite a lot of responsibility because people if if you find that you know yours is the one thing they want to log into well you know you don't want to um i, I don't know stop other other people being able to to get anything technology driven in front of people so we again we we try to partner where we can sure, yeah. uh, with people to to you know, to work with other people um, to, you know, open up a, a breadth of materials. Of course. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it does work. And I, I've got to say, you know, we've, we've invested a huge amount of effort to make it work simply and, uh, and easily for people. And um, it's not, it's not easy <laughs> to uh, design things that are actually quite complex in a way and make them simple for people. It takes, takes, you know, considerable uh, design skills and expertise to do that. So, um, it, and I've got to say, even with us, you know, it wasn't always like that. I think in the early years, it was, it was, it was pretty, you know, uh, unfathomable. I think some of the things that we we're doing for ordinary people. But uh, I, I think in this last five years, since we've, I think we've kind of, I wouldn't say cracked it, but we've, we've got the level right. I think, and and, uh, and, and we still, you know, invest. You know, lots in it today to improve it. We just released a whole new version, really, of musical school that um, it's just better and easier and yeah. nicer. And and I think most people can can understand the technology jump between CD-ROM and a cloud-based service. But what most people don't realise often is the fact that. Of course, what happens is is that every time there's an update from a Windows or Mac or anything like that, there's a whole lot of background stuff that has to be updated <laughs> just to stay where you are. Let alone about improving the sorts of things that you well, want to be improving as well. Uh, that's the, I'm, that's, I'm delighted you've uh, said that actually because I, I I rarely bring that up because it, I don't think people do really appreciate that. But you're absolutely right, and uh, you know the people, the you know, colleagues here technical colleagues i mean that is the biggest challenge of all i think you know just there's a browser changes and what it does the way it supports things you've you've got to be right on the kind of cutting yeah. edge all the time to making sure yeah. uh, you know it's compatible backward compatible works with the latest stuff and uh, yeah crikey <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and on a um in terms of the actual resources you have um how do sort of things like copyright that and, and copywriting those sorts of things come in because i guess you know sort of anything which is sort of 100 plus years old is absolutely fine and you can use but yeah. especially these days schools and children they like all the modern things and that yeah. kind of thing i mean h- how do you work around that and how does that work within within Chirango? well i mean that's that's a that's a great question and it's something that i think you know as a if you take yourself seriously as a as a effectively a music publisher as, as we are you do have to take the great care of a copyright and what we did was um, uh, about what it was five six years ago I think 2011 we um, sought a, a kind of strategic partnership with the music sales group which um, for those of you who don't really know 
too much about music publishing. Music sales um, are, are actually a, an independent worldwide publisher who um, control the uh, rights uh, for something like four-fifths of the world's pop music, uh, certainly in Europe. Um, and by getting into this partnership, they actually took a stake in the company. What, what he did was to open up um, uh, copyrights, use of uh, popular material, as well as uh, some, some other fantastic contemporary material. It really actually, it opened up around 250,000 copyrights all in all wow. for us to use. And, um, you know, we knew the value of that, uh, as did they, I have to yes. say, in uh, getting uh, a really but uh, what, what it's enabled us to do over the uh, last few years is to use authentic material. And, um, you know, children do know. And children, and actually, it's not just children, it's teachers as well. You know, they respond to using musical material, songs, pieces of music that they enjoy listening to and enjoy participating in, if you like. So uh, we use a, 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 an absolute, probably more than anybody, a, a massive range of music, all copyright uh, cleared, and you know we have arrangements with uh, PRS, MCPS, all the collection agencies, and we report on usage. And, you know, so and we've got we built had to build quite a big digital rights management uh, engine behind uh, our platform. So um, it, it, that in itself is. It, you know, it's been quite an undertaking, but uh, the upside is, of course, that, you know, you can use great music, you know, that people enjoy so that, you know, the, the experience for a child in a classroom today, you know, they can be um, looking at uh, Farrell Williams and Happy and, it's, and they can be singing that, they can play their instruments in it. And it's, we get sent videos of people, tweet videos of the most fantastic classroom experiences <laughs> yeah. with you know, fantastically happy children. And, uh, you know, it's just great to see. And, you know, okay, if that was all it was, uh, well, you know, it'd be okay. But it's not we, what we've done is to, you know, our education team, and just the, the learning that sits behind it and the progression that uh, as you've got through it, um, it's all there. So if we've tried to combine, you know, serious pedagogy, if you like, using all the time music that's, that children enjoy and, as I say, teachers enjoy as well. Um, can you give us just a little bit of an idea of, of how many schools are actually using Tranga at the moment, both in the UK and, and also for around the world? Yeah, definitely. I mean, in the UK, we're just over 7,500 uh, primary schools. Uh, actually, uh, probably, yeah, we're just approaching 8,000 uh, schools now. And um, I suppose, you know, there's... there's just continued growth, you know, it steps up all the time. Internationally, uh, Chiranga is being used in 22 countries now. It's really over the last 18 months, uh, British and American international schools have started using the programme. We've just got a couple of people out uh, just coming back from Bangkok at the moment from the Forbisia conference. And uh, we're in um, Dubai uh, next month, uh, in Denmark next month. Um, it, it's it, it's really expanded. And I think what we've done for the international schools is to combine not just our musical school programme from the UK, but actually added our entire instrumental programme, which is called Music Professional, to, to it. And we've also uh, got a whole children's online learning section as well. So it's, it's the international school programme is is designed to, to be, well, I, 
I think if you work in an international school, you'll, you'll be aware that it can be quite isolating and you haven't got a, a local music hub down the road and a, and a whole uh, workforce of instrumental teachers waiting to, to help. Uh, so we've tried to make it a little bit more uh, all-encompassing for an international school. Um, so I'd say, you know, just the way things are moving forward at the moment, it, it, we have, we're getting great uh, feedback internationally and uh, certainly uh, the UK uh, schools, primary and special schools, actually special schools is something that uh, as, as an audience for what we do has grown a lot over the last uh, 18 months or so. Um, it, it's, it's, it's great actually and, and actually within the, it's, so the way we look at it really is it's, it's not just really about the number of schools what we are looking at all the time is the amount of people using it we can see how many hours uh, people are using for how many teachers within a school are starting to use it so it's often now not just one teacher it will be maybe several teachers so the the depth of usage uh, is growing too um, and people contact us all the time telling us things they'd like to see in there and we use that as the, the way we develop things so um, I think we've got it to a point where there's enough usage to drive and support a kind of continued development if you like so we've always you know been uh, releasing new things and developing new things but we can do that at a pace now I think because it's got to a certain size almost um, so that's quite exciting in itself you know, to, to be honest. Um, and so for those people that actually haven't used it before or not sort of taken a, a look through its use um, is there a free trial or how, yeah. do they, how does that sort of yeah work? absolutely you know we, we've uh, we don't do any advertising uh, whatsoever. We do everything by uh, word of mouth and free trials. So uh, anybody um, in the UK can go to charanga.com or their local uh, music hubs, Charanga platform, if they can go to either, and sign up for a free 30-day trial. We don't take any uh, credit card payments or any details. We just give you full access to the program and at the end of that 30 days if you you know if you like it you can sign up for a license um if it's not for you then you know fair enough we hope you'll look at it again and it's the same international schools wise <clears throat> go to charanga.com look at the international school page and sign up for a trial there or all, all the time it's it's full access everything you know you get access to everything and just see how you get on with it really um yeah fantastic and how, how does the pricing work does it depend on the size of school or is it just per the yeah. platform or um we've uh, it's it, yes it is it's actually not massively straightforward i'll give you i'll try and summarize it the reason it's not straightforward is that because of the arrangements we've, we've got with uh different music hubs around the country sometimes uh, they will uh, subsidize the cost sure. for schools because they'll include it in various packages that they, they run. So um, it can be um, free in your local area, i.e. fully subsidized by the music hub, or it could be partially subsidized by the hub, or you could be paying the, the kind of Charanga direct price. Now in the UK, uh, we, we uh, certainly through Charanga direct, it is it does depend on the size of the school. We found actually that was when, when we had one price, it was definitely um, um, excluding smaller schools actually. So we so we 
decided to uh, up the price a bit for the bigger schools and reduce the price for the smaller schools. So now if you're up to 100 pupils, it's £120 per year. And that's access for as many teachers as you like uh, and as many children. Um, between 100 and 300 uh, pupils, it's £195. Uh, and then above 300, it's uh, £295. So hopefully, if you look at UK pricing, you know, compare it to other kind of online platforms, it's, it's, it's inexpensive. I know uh, schools are not uh, awash with uh, funding at the moment, so um, it probably never have been. But um, hopefully, it's approachable for, for what it does internationally I, I've got to say we because we include um, other significantly large modules like all the instrumental uh, content that we've got in the children's music world uh, that is 595 uh, as an international uh, pricing I mean I have to say I mean I think it is great value for money I mean we, we touched on the the constant um, development both in terms of ideas and and the actual technical ongoing up um, upkeep um, and so yeah. I think any, anything which just gives you that much content, that much access, you know, like I said, all the lesson plans, if you're literally starting as a teacher with very little musical experience, that, that's the that's the kind of key thing that you're really looking forward to. And then, yeah. like I say, all the way through to when you've got specialist staff that just needs easy access for things that you want to just grab hold of. And yeah. and, and I think it, it really is great value for money and, and a really important investment, you know, because no matter yeah. where you are on that sort of musical journey within your school, um, it's got a, it's got a bit for everybody. That's the really the most Definitely. important thing. Yeah, yeah, I think, well, that's, you know, that's what uh, people tell us. I, and, you know, it's to, to give people the necessary detail to help them in a moment of teaching, particularly if they're, if they're <clears throat> excuse me, inexperienced music teachers, it, it is a, a lot of work because you know the, the, the more depth you provide, the more support you uh, provide on the screen, the more expensive it is to develop. But I, I think we've just set a you know fairly high bar actually in, in the amount of support we want to give people and. You know, so teachers, that, that is exactly what they say. So it's really, they can, with a, you know, wherever they're coming from, you know, they've, they've got a great starting point. Fantastic. So I think we covered it just a few moments ago, but it's it's Tranga.com is the place to go if you have no sort of initial idea about those things. Yeah. Or the other place is, like you said, is your local music hub and just see if there's an arrangement already in place. Yeah, that's it. Um, Charanga.com, that will always point you, once you enter your school's uh, pulse code, that will point you to the best uh, source of support. And that may be Charanga Direct or it may be your local hub. Brilliant. And so if, there, if there's anyone listening out there that's, um, that's using Charanga, please do um, go to educationonfire.com and, and just under this podcast episode, um, leave a comment and just give us some of your experiences and how you use it, because it'd be really interesting for other people who are just sort of getting into the Charanga um, idea and maybe looking at it and having a free trial or just seeing how it works, just to get that sort of teacher perspective, as well as just actually the physical idea of working their way through the program. And I think that'll be really supportive for everybody. Um, so yes, yeah, educationonfire.com and find this particular episode if you just type in mark burke in the search bar it will pop up even if you're listening to this a little bit further down the line so i think that'll be a really great thing for teachers to do so mark thank you very much for your time and, and taking us through all of that i think we've got a really good picture about how it works and, and, and what we and what you can do with it and um and i wish you all the success with even further development well that's great mark thanks very much indeed Thanks for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information of each episode and to get in touch, go to educationonfire.com.
Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire.